When you think about it, conversations are things that we do all the time, often without thinking about them, aren't they? You know, with family, friends, neighbours, colleagues, in the coffee shop, at the sports club, whatever it might be. But of course, in business, conversations are great opportunities because they're great opportunities to turn into sales opportunities. And that's what we're going to talk about in this week's podcast. Hey everybody, this is episode number 270 of the Better Presentations More Sales Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee and uh, welcome. If you're a first-time listener, then great to have you on board. Now this podcast episode is going out on Monday, the, where are we, the 10th of July. So a couple of landmarks coming up for me really, <laughs> one of which will have happened over the weekend and that is I, when this goes out, um, I'll have taken part in my first ever 24-hour running race. Now it doesn't mean I've got to run for 24 hours but uh, the race I'm taking part in is five mile loops in the southwest of the UK and it starts at 12 noon on the Saturday and finishes at 12 noon on the Sunday. So if you want to hear how I got on on that, I will mention it in the next podcast, but um, I do a running podcast, Running 44 at 60, um, which has been going for about four years, and uh, you can find on the same app that you're listening to this to, and uh, I will be recording on the run. So I've got a plan to run around, well, I'm hoping to do at least eight circuits, which will be 40 miles in that time, and if I can manage to squeeze out another couple, then that would be fantastic, but we'll see how we go. So... My car, I'm taking the big family tent, which I've not used for yonks because my kids have grown up now and it's too big to put up in my garden. So it is the size of a small village hall. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun with that, I'm sure. So I've got a couple of running mates who I think have think have got their eye on sharing that with me because it's so big. But anyway, we'll we'll deal with that when we, when we set it up. So I'm recording this on the Friday morning and I'm heading off to the 24-hour run on Friday afternoon. And then on Wednesday, uh, which it will be July the 12th. So this is going out on July the 10th. Now, that is a big special day for me because it will be 30 years, 30 years since I uh, moved to this part of the world, to Cornwall in the southwest of the UK, and took up a job as the sales director of the West Britain newspaper, when newspapers were newspapers, or when certainly when local newspapers were newspapers. And... Uh, it was with the same group I'd worked with for the previous, uh, what, 10 years, and it was a fantastic opportunity. And I thought, oh, I'd just be here for a couple of years. And then I met my wife, and we had kids, and I got, oh, you know how it goes. And uh, yeah, but I, I had some great opportunities in there. So I'm rounding up some of my uh, colleagues, people who worked with me, people who were part of the team that I inherited all that time ago. And, you know, we worked together, a lot of us, for 19 years after that. So <laughs> so we're having lunch, lunch. I'm buying them all lunch. So uh, that's on the Wednesday the 12th. So I hope that I'm, <laughs> I'm still alive after my 24-hour run to uh, to make that happen. Right, so let's get on with this week's episode. So... As you will know that um, I've reduced the number of guests on the podcast recently, for those of you who listen regularly, certainly during the summer. We're just having a, we're going to have one or two guests, but a little guest break. I, th- I got the feeling it was guests were getting, no disrespect to them, they're fantastic, but they were beginning to cross over a little bit with each other. So we're having a little guest break and I'm just going to do some short episodes based on my observations. Now, for those of you who listen regularly, you know that last week I talked about Glastonbury and how that can, how you can learn from watching Glastonbury performers with your presentation. So there were five top tips. So check that out. And the week before, it had been I'd been to a big business breakfast in this part of the world. You know, two hundred people, and uh, there were three speakers, ten minutes each or so. And I picked up five top tips. So if you've got a chance 
to speak at a business event, you know, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes or whatever it is, there are five top tips for you to take forward and learn, you know, from and put into action for yourself. So what about this one about turning conversations into sales opportunities? Where did that come from? Well, that has come from some work I did very recently, in fact, in the last couple of weeks with a high-end hotel down here in, in the southwest of the, of the UK. And um, this company, and again, one of these things, it's really remarkable sometimes where business comes from, isn't it? Because I did a piece of work for them back in 2014, I think it was. I'd only been going what, a couple of years at that point on my own. And um, they rang me up and a uh, new guy, you know, and he said, uh, oh, um, I'm told that you did some work for us uh, a few years ago. Are you still doing that sort of thing? And I said, well, yeah, I am. <laughs> So um, the brief was to look at turning conversations into sales opportunities. Now, in the hotel sector, it's very rare that hotels have people with the job title salesperson. Okay, you have receptionist, and you have you know people who are guest hosts, and you have people who you know look after the guests in the spa and the restaurant and the bar, and you know organize activities for them and all that. But none of them really think of themselves as salespeople. But you know, the opportunity is there to have conversations with them. And that what, that's what inspired this, this uh, session, this podcast. So I went up there for a session with them. And my brief was to work with, uh, I think there were 13 or 14 of them from all different parts of the hotel. And we had a what, two, two and a half hours session. And we just looked at the opportunities that are there. And what we've really focused on was the guest experience. So we didn't think sales. And I made this very clear at the beginning. We didn't think sales. We just thought about the guest experience. And, you know, if your customer, think about that as well. You know, whenever you're having that conversation with your customer, and that conversation could be through one-to-one -one interaction, it could be through a pitch that you're delivering to them or a presentation that you're doing. Again, you know, it doesn't matter how the conversation is. I mean, you know, if you're doing a presentation, it's often a one, it feels like a one-way conversation. But, of course, it's still a conversation, isn't it? You know, you're still talking to your, your, your audience, if you like, and you're hopefully giving them a chance to interact with you as well. But in this, in this, in this case, you know, what we looked at was you know, the opportunities that conversations can create. And in the hotel sector, you know, when you think about it, you've probably, you know, the hotel's probably got three revenue opportunities with their guests. And the main one is always going to be booking, booking in advance, isn't it? You know, booking the hotel you know, and they probably do that a lot. You know, most people do that now without any direct interaction with their hotel. A lot don't even use the hotel website. You know, they go through third-party booking agencies. But that's going to be, you know, a key part of the money. But when the, but for the hotel, the real benefit, the real margin that, you know, makes them successful is probably the money that the guest then spends when they arrive. And the obvious areas are, you know, our bars and restaurants and, uh, you know, spas and all this sort of stuff. As well as, in this particular case, you know, they, uh, they have a concierge service. So they organise, you know, third-party events. And they get a, you know, bit of a, a commission from the, you know, the people that they place guests with, whether that's for surf lessons or, you know, eating out, you know, out of their own plates, whatever it might be. So the, the whole thing was built around, you know, the having those conversations and making sure that they were good conversations and that you took the time to have them. And that was a key point as well. It's very easy, you know, when you're busy, because everybody is busy in the hotel sector, is that you, are, you know, you see a guest and you just ask them a brief question. You're not really listening to the answer and you move on because you're on your way to do something else. 
So the message that I put out at the beginning of the session was that everyone in the organization is ultimately a salesperson and everyone is a marketeer because every interaction with anybody from the hotel is kind of part of the marketing and because it sets the tone. So, you know, it only takes one bad interaction and, you know, that the guests, you know, naturally we often focus, don't we, on the negatives rather than the positives. It's kind of what we do instinctively as humans sometimes. So you can have 99% of your stay can be fantastic. One thing that just fell down on your expectation wasn't very good. And it kind of, you think, oh, I'm not going to go back there again. You know, and, and that is the that is the way, you know, that the these organizations are under such pressure to deliver that great experience all the way through. And of course, one thing's one person's great experience is not another person's great experience as well. So they have to get a feel for the individuals as well. So they have to become people experts. And that's not an easy thing to do. But if you think about it, whatever business you're in, you know, you become that people expert, don't you? When we talk particularly about delivering presentations, we've talked about, you know, audience first, you second. So focus on your audience. What do they want from you? And it's the same, you know, when you have an interaction with a guest in your, in this case, in the hotel, when you're having that conversation. What is it that particular guest wants? And you can only really find that out by having that conversation and asking questions, you know, and, and you're not getting out your back pocket a list of pre-questions. You've got to be prepared to let those questions be spontaneous. OK, and the challenge, of course, is to ask good questions, great questions even, that create a conversation that lead to a, a sales opportunity. And very often in business, you know, we're good at asking, I think, you know, the kind of predictable, bland questions. I mean, how many of you have ever been to a kind of business networking event and you meet somebody and they say things like, ah, oh, Trevor, great to meet you. So how's business? You know, and are you busy? You know, and I, oh, God. You know, to me, they're the worst two networking questions. You know, how's business? How do you answer that? Oh, it's terrible. I, I always say it's terrible and then see what they do. And then they say, are you busy? I say, no, not at all. And then see what they do. OK, see what they say. So uh, I think it's much better to have more specific questions. So if, I, if, I'm, if I'm, you know, asking the questions of those sort of things, I might, two of my favourite questions is, so what's the biggest challenge you're face, you know, facing your business right now? And then they think, oh, that's a good, oh, OK, oh, good question. Uh, well, it's probably, and then you're in a conversation, a proper conversation. And for me, you know, that can lead to a, an opportunity, you know. Or it could be, you know, what plans have you got for new revenue streams? And they think, oh, uh, oh I don't know. Uh, sh uh, well, we probably ought to have some, didn't we? <laughs> well, I can help you with that. <laughs> so you know how that goes. So, you know, so again, you know, next time you, you stay away somewhere, you know, you go to a hotel or wherever it might be, just, you know, think about the interactions you're having with the, with the team there at the hotel. What sort of questions are they asking? What sort of conversations are they having with you? And, you know, we always can learn about our business and how to improve it and the way we interact with our own customers from the way people interact with us. So, you know, it's all about learning, isn't it? And about observing and taking things on board. So do that. You know, next time you're away and it's the summer holidays, so chances are most, you know, most of you listening to this will be off somewhere you know, staying somewhere and you will be staying with people who are there to look after you and give you a great experience. So how are they going to do that? And that's a great way of then taking the best bits back into your own business and saying, hey, this is what happened when I went. Are we doing that or could we do that better as well? So there we go. So, you know, and the other thing, of course, in business, you know, how often do we practice conversations? We don't, do we? <laughs> Let's face it, we don't practice conversations. 
So what I did with the, with the group to get them into the habit of conversations is that I did a little thing where, you know, uh, we, we, we end up with a random draw with, you know, two people, and if there's an odd number, three. And then I say to them, right, um, I want you to tell the other person one thing that they are unlikely to know about you. Yeah, one thing. And then the other person, you've got to ask two questions about that one thing. Make them good questions. So it got them in the habit of having a conversation, asking questions and keeping it going. And uh, it was, you know, it was designed to make them think, oh, you know, I don't want them to think, oh, having a conversation and all that sort of stuff, you know, because one of the dangers in business, you know, we talk about, you know, we have conversations with family and friends and neighbours and colleagues and all that sort of stuff. And we do it on the phone or in person. And then when it comes to business, we ignore all that. and We email everybody. You know, well, come on, you can't really have a conversation on email, can you? Not very easily. <laughs> so there we go. Right. So that's it, really. So think about the conversations that you have and think about how you can turn them into sales opportunities. You know, and, the, you know, and just to wrap this up, you know, the, the model that I've been using when I work with people on sales for the last goodness knows how many years is, is what I call the crops model. Um, and it's called crops because it, it works for the five, uh, the five, uh, five stages. But it's also a bit of a link to my kind of, you know, my grandparents were farmers many, 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 many years ago and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, so the crops model is start with a conversation, develop it into a relationship, opportunity is step three, and then you put your proposal together and hopefully then you will clinch the sale. So there we go. So I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope it's given you a bit of inspiration, you know, trying to keep these episodes short during the summer. Now, if you want to say, oh, that was great, Trevor, thanks very much, then here's a way of doing that. So if you go on to your local Amazon, wherever you're listening to this in the world, and you Google me, Trevor Lee, or you Google the name of my book, which is, oh my goodness, let me just check I get it right, Seven Steps (laughs) to Turn Around and Look at the Book, Seven Steps to Successful Presentations. Okay, and um, the reason you can help, you know, is that you can buy the book and it's, you know, I would say it's a great book and I've been working on it a while. I'm very excited about it. But all the royalties I get, which is roughly, you know, um, five pounds sterling, six or seven dollars, I think, you know, because it's a, you know, paperback version. Um, that's all going to my local Southwest here in the UK Children's Hospice. So I did, you know, raise some money for a couple of years ago with a big run back in the day then. So um, every time you buy a book, they benefit as well. And if you buy a book and you want and you, and you let me know, I will give you a shout out on this podcast as well, if you wish. Now, if you're in the UK and you would like me to organise the book for you rather than through Amazon, you know, uh, just drop me a message on LinkedIn or email me podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and uh, I can inscribe it for you if that's what you really wish and, uh, and I'll send you a copy in the post and we can work out how you, how you do that as well. But it's, it's very easy to buy on Amazon, obviously. So uh, to do that, and that's a thank you then for the show and all the information and the great ideas. I hope you get it. But also, more importantly, you know, I'm, I'm, you're helping me raise money for the, the local children's hospice. So everyone's a winner. OK, so that's the end of the podcast. This is episode 270. So I hope you've enjoyed that. And uh, you can also leave a review, share it, comment on it on LinkedIn, whatever you want to do. That would be fantastic. So there we go. See you next time and uh, get out there and have those conversations and turn them into sales opportunities. Bye for now.